Road mapping is not a single person endeavor. It's a shared initiative. You may be developing the technology roadmap for our company. Mary may be developing the marketing roadmap for our company. And I'm responsible for a product roadmap in a certain slice of our company. Now, I need to link to your roadmap. I need to know which technologies I'm going to bring in and when. I need to link to Mary's roadmap so I can tell her how my products are going to support her marketing objectives and initiatives. So now you and I are linked. You've got the technology plan, I've got the product plan, and we're linked and it's visualized in our roadmaps. And in fact, I'm going to bring our roadmaps together and I'm going to align them and stack them right next to each other so I can really see the links and dependencies. Welcome to Innovation Talks. Join us weekly as we discuss with distinguished industry guests how to refine and improve corporate innovation and new product development. Hosted by Paul Heller, Sophion Chief Evangelist. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I hope you're all doing well. I'm really glad you could join me again. Today, I'd like to talk about road mapping. Yeah, what is road mapping? Well, there's many different types of road mapping. There's market road mapping, product road mapping, technology road mapping, business road mapping. And if we look at the word road mapping, you know, in preparing for this podcast today, I tried to look it up in the dictionary. I looked in several dictionaries and I was really surprised that the word road mapping doesn't exist in a dictionary. Uh, yet it's something we all know about. It's something we all do. I, I, I think somebody could make a case to put it in a dictionary. But road mapping is a process. It's something you do. Talking, walking, thinking road mapping right it fits right in there with the ing on the end as all those other action oriented words do i decided to do some research to see what different organizations had to say one supplier of a road mapping tool says road mapping is the exercise of creating a road map i won't comment on that i'll just say i think that's far too shallow another states Road mapping is the strategic process of determining the actions, steps, and resources needed to take an initiative from vision to reality. That's not road mapping. That's project planning. And you're not creating a road map at that point. You're creating a project plan. So I think that misses the mark as well. And that just goes to show you there's a fair amount of confusion about road mapping out there. A lot of think, people think the road map, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But road mapping is not making a single road map, as we'll get into. The Institute for Manufacturing at the University of Cambridge says that road mapping is a powerful strategic planning technique that is integral to creating and delivering strategy and innovation in many organizations. Yeah, that's much better. I like that one. Uh, they actually have two good sites. One is www.cambridgeroadmapping.net and if you specifically go to www.cambridgeroadmapping.net slash roadmapping, you're going to find a lot of good information. Another one is www.engage.ifm.eng.com.ac.uk slash roadmapping. <laughs> Leave it to an educational institution to come up with a URL like that. You know, we'll, we'll put both of these in the show notes so you, 
you can uh, just go back and look at those and click and go right to those sites. And of course, our own site, sophion.com, has a, a fair amount of information about road mapping on it as well. It is something we've been doing for a long time as a company. We've been helping other companies institute, implement, and get successful in their road mapping activity. And certainly some, in, some industries, it's much more important than others. A roadmap for a chemical company, chemical industry, is less so about the product roadmap, but there may be a roadmap about what's happening from a regulatory standpoint that the company needs to keep an eye on and how do its products relate to those regulatory actions that are happening. But if you go to another industry like aerospace and defense, automotive, the more complex uh, industries like that, road mapping is essential. And the first dimension of road mapping I'd like to talk about is you need to consider when you do it. For many organizations, it's done on a periodic basis, commonly once or twice a year, as part of a corporate planning exercise. You know, we're building our annual operating plan, and as part of that process, part of that action, we need to go update our roadmaps. And that's a case of, okay, let's go out and update all our roadmaps. Let's find them, let's fix them, let's update them. It ends up being a very arduous activity. A lot of times the roadmaps are done in PowerPoint. And, you know, I, I remember I talked to a company once and it was in the September timeframe. And they said, Paul, you, you caught us at a good time. We're, we're now going through finding all PowerPoint slides and moving boxes around. And, you know, when you try to do your road mapping and represent your roadmap in the wrong tool, things like that can be extremely administratively heavy. And some organizations do it maybe more often than that. They do it because they have regular business reviews and they want their, their roadmaps to be updated, their plans to be updated. And so they do it as part of that. And some organizations are doing it almost continuously because it's part of their business. You know, if you have product owners or product line managers, the best way they can represent their product is through some kind of visual roadmap. And so they're going to be doing roadmapping almost continuously. It's just part of what they do. And if the further down you start to connect your roadmaps, to your systems that are managing your innovation, the more automation you get. So you want to get to the point where what you see in a roadmap, nobody's maintaining. It's just a reflection of what's happening in an operational innovation management system where work is being done, products are being created, they're given attributes such as risk, or, or likelihood of success, or what have you, financial aspects, and all of those information, start and end dates, launch dates, uh, those kind of things could all be automatically put inside a roadmap. So now we're talking about dramatically improving the ability to create roadmaps with less, less friction, automating them, and it can lead you to continual roadmapping. So the second dimension you need to think of is why you do it. A lot of people don't think about that enough. Why well, we just do it? But the why you do it is very interesting. A lot of times it's we need a common single source of truth about our product future or our company future. Uh, a lot of times it's we need to be able to understand 
the risk in our product plan, the alignment of our products to our technologies, the alignment of our products to external events, those drivers that are driving us. Another one is strategy. How well are we executing and supporting our corporate strategies? And there's nothing better than a visual representation of your product futures, your product plans, or your technology plans, and show, showing in those plans exactly how they align to corporate strategy and when they will support that corporate strategy. So there's, again, another good reason to create a roadmap. Going through the roadmapping process, creating roadmaps. It's really important to remember that rules of governance apply. You need to really think about who updates what, who reviews these roadmaps, who approves these roadmaps, who are the stakeholders, who's the audience. Uh, you, you don't just create willy-nilly roadmaps just for fun. You have to have a purpose. And when you think about what's the purpose and who's responsible in an organization of, of creating and reviewing and approving, that really makes you focused on what type of roadmapping you need to do. Now let's talk about what, what is a roadmap. We've kind of been touching this a little bit. Most people think a roadmap is a timeline view or a Gantt-based view. Uh, they see something, there's a scale across the top, there are either spans or events in it that depict something happening in time. It's a visualization. And that is certainly true. That's what most of us think is a roadmap. That is the end result quite often of a roadmapping exercise. But a roadmap is much more than that. A roadmap, it's, it's decisions, it's status, it's relationships, it's dependencies. A roadmap has documentation to it. It has all sorts of risk assessments, technology assessments, product assessments. There's data behind the roadmap. For example, how much revenue is that roadmap going to deliver us or how much risk is in that roadmap. So there's much more than just, just a picture. And all those things together make up a roadmap. And roadmapping is the process of thinking about and creating all that information. And again, now when you think about that information, you think about that data, you go back to asking yourself, well, who needs access to that data? And how much access do they need? Do we want to just give them a visual representation of product Z will come out next year? Or do we want to let them drill in and understand more detail about what product Z is? So maybe you're allowed to see much more about the item in the roadmap than I am. And so we may be able to see that there's an item out there, product Z, and I can see it and you can see it. But I cannot see the financials, right? So I can see a lot of information about product Z. I can see documentation, but I can't see financials, and maybe you can. So some data might be restricted, and there's different levels of restriction. And so it, it just kind of filters down, and this is all, again, part of the rules of governance you're going to put in place around road mapping, which covers who can see it and when, who creates it and when, how is it kept current, in a good road mapping process, a lot of the data is coming from other systems. So if you have an integration, if you have an automation system to do road mapping and it's integrated to other data sources, again, that will significantly reduce the amount of administrative work that you need to do 
to keep your roadmaps current and up to date. So we talk about strategy, we talked about alignment, certainly alignment, making sure that different parts of the organization know what each other's doing and they are sharing that information. I worked with a customer once that was uh, implementing our, te our technology for road mapping and we took a look at what they had and I was working with one gentleman there and he was, he was just a character, very funny guy. I, we looked at a road map and the product was called something. Uh, I'm not going to say the name of it. Let's say it was called Alpha. The same product on a different roadmap had different timing. So there's a second roadmap we're looking at. Also has Alpha on it with different timing. A third roadmap had something called Beta on it. And he told me, well, yeah, but that's Alpha. And then the more we dove into this, he eventually said, in a lot of colorful language that I won't repeat here, he says, I have no idea how anybody in this company can make any decision. And our company is running on just, just total fiction. The point is, it's so easy to get out of control. Uh, when, when you have uh, roadmaps that are not in a road mapping tool, in a road mapping system, it's so easy to accidentally have it something different in a different place. Right? You have a ne the next PowerPoint slide or the next Excel document or what have you that has that product information and then you say that's our roadmap and it's not connected to some core single source of truth. It can just so easily get out of control. And that was his reality that he was living, that that company was living. So strong need to uh, re re replace that with a good road mapping capability, a good ro tool to create roadmaps. And automation, single source of truth, again, these are the key fundamental examples. I like to think about there's more than one roadmap to tell a story. And let's just go back to the visual roadmap for a minute, right? Obviously, a roadmap can be accompanied with charts and reports and other things to tell that story. But let's just talk about the visual what we all think of as the visual roadmap, the uh, time-based Gantt view type of roadmap. In order to tell a good story, you'll probably need more than one. You probably need five or six roadmaps that are showing the different dimensions. I want to see this roadmap from the perspective of risk, or I want to see it from the roadmap from the perspective of investment. So do me a favor, color the bars green where we're investing within our budget and red where we're uh, going over budget or perhaps green where we're spending less than 10 million US dollars orange where we're spending between 10 and 20 and red where we're spending more than 20 million US dollars show me the bars colored by risk likelihood of risk or likelihood of success show me the bars colored by strategy Right? So I can understand which part of our roadmap is helping us be successful and which part of our company strategies. Right, So there's three roadmaps already that it's the same data, it's the same bars in the same time. What's changing? The colors, as an example. That may be one way to do it. There are other ways to do it. But let's say in this example, I need to present three different ways of looking at my roadmap. Now, Yes, there are ways, techniques to combine them into single roadmaps, and that may be what you want to do. But my point is, 
you need more than one picture to tell a story. The old one picture is worth a thousand words. Well, in road mapping, you know, we want we want five or ten pictures for five or ten thousand words because we need to really communicate all aspects and dimensions of our company plan, which is in, depicted in these roadmap views. So the moment you start doing that, you've moved way beyond anything you could do manually, and you really need a road mapping tool. You need software to help you do road mapping. And that's where advanced organizations really take off, because the software road mapping is not a single person endeavor. It's a shared initiative. You may be developing to technology roadmap for our company. Mary may be developing the marketing roadmap for our company. And I'm responsible for a product roadmap in a certain slice of our company. Now, I need to link to your roadmap. I need to know which technologies I'm going to bring in and when. I need to link to Mary's roadmap so I can tell her how my products are going to support her marketing objectives and initiatives. So now you and I are linked. You've got the technology plan, I've got the product plan, and we're linked and it's visualized in our roadmaps. And in fact, I'm gonna bring our roadmaps together and I'm gonna align them and stack them right next to each other so I can really see the links and dependencies. Now you make a change. You're late on a technology. I'm not even looking at my roadmap right now. But our roadmaps together, the roadmapping exercise we went to, identified that my product has a certain dependency point on your technology getting to a certain readiness level. And you're going to miss that level. Good roadmapping software will allow us, A, to be aware of that change, B, to work through that change. We're not going to just automatically slip my product because you're late. We have to have a business decision. We're going to talk together. I may want to reduce the capability of my product to match the technology you're going to give me. Oh, wait a minute. Now I've got a relationship to Mary. And maybe I can or cannot still fulfill a market need because I've scoped my product down. Right? That's road mapping. That is that continual exercise we did. Now we've taken road mapping from beyond creation of the road map, but to using the roadmaps and being successful in understanding and operating our business as a result of the information that's contained in the roadmapping exercise we went through. And now it becomes very dynamic, right? We're going to look, we're going to talk, it's going to enable us to have the conversations, we might change some things, I might look for a different technology, I might go outside the organization to see if I can buy something, we may decide first release doesn't have this technology, second release does, right? We understand the market implications. So it's just an example of how road mapping as a process, every company has to do this. We all do it. Whether we do it visually, whether we do it with tooling, we're all doing it in some way. And road mapping, operational road mapping now, I like to call this, is about enabling our company to operate in a way that brings efficiency, that reduces errors, that reduces mistakes, and that reduces misunderstandings. Yeah, I hope you like that, got something out of that. I look forward to talking more about road mapping. I'm gonna line up some guests in the future to come in and talk to us, get their perspectives on it. If you or anyone you know would like to participate in such a discussion on the podcast, 
uh, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you. Otherwise, I wish you all a great week ahead. It's been my pleasure to talk to you again this week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for joining us this week for Innovation Talks with Paul Heller. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. For additional information on today's topic, check out sophion.com, S-O-P-H-E-O-N.com, where you will find plenty of innovation-centric content and corporate best practices. If you'd like to discuss anything with Paul or would like to get in touch with the show, email us at talks at sophion.com.